This is the More Than Right Podcast, an independent view of politics and American culture. I'm your host, Steve Lopez. Thank you, President Donald Trump, for appointing justices to the U.S. Supreme Court that understand the clear and unmistakable language of the Bill of Rights. Having allowed New York State to undermine the individual's right to bear arms, the High Court struck down a 108-year-old law restricting individuals from receiving concealed carry licenses that allow them to possess a weapon in public. Speaking for the High Court's 6-3 majority, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote, quote, The constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need, unquote. In other words, neither New York State's political majority nor their duly elected representatives may legally deny the individual gun owner a permit to carry a weapon on their person. And in the case of New York State Rifle and Pistol Association Incorporated versus Bruin, Superintendent of New York State Police, it was petitioners Brandon Koch and Robert Nash that were denied a concealed carry license for no legitimate reason. According to Justice Thomas, quote, It is undisputed that petitioners Koch and Nash, two ordinary law-abiding adult citizens, are part of the people whom the Second Amendment protects, and no party disputes that handguns are weapons in common use today for self-defense, unquote. Under the headline, Ruling Will Make It Harder for States to Restrict Guns, a New York Times article said, quote, The Supreme Court ruled Thursday that the Constitution limits states and local governments in restricting guns outside the home. Hours later, the Senate advanced a bipartisan set of gun restrictions in response to a series of mass shootings, unquote. Actually, it's not the Supreme Court's ruling, but the Bill of Rights that restricts governments from infringing on the individual's inalienable rights. The High Court merely reminded governments, big and small, of the Constitution's overarching authority. And what is the fundamental truth expressed by the Founders through the U.S. Constitution? It is the Judeo-Christian understanding that human beings are by nature evil and must be restrained by law. Those who advocate for large and strong government trust in human nature. They believe it is democracy that protects us, and they are dead wrong. The German elections of 1933 saw the Nazi party receive over 30% of the vote, not enough to form a majority government, but enough to take the top spot in a coalition government. And so, Adolf Hitler was made Chancellor of Germany. Four short months later, the German parliament, very democratically, voted to allow Hitler to rule by decree. And so, the German Chancellor became der Führer. So when you think of the Second World War and all the millions of human beings who perished, most of whom were civilians, and you think of the Jewish Holocaust, mass murder calculated down to the last shriek of terror, never forget that both were expressions of the democratic will. 
The First Amendment, which protects freedom of speech, the right of the press to report the news uncensored, and the individual's right to worship God according to their conscience, which set the tone for the nine original amendments that followed, begins with the five most beautiful words in the English language. Congress shall make no law. That is vehemently anti-democratic. What makes the United States unique among all the nations on earth, in fact, it is the very essence of American exceptionalism, is we hold to a higher principle than one man, one vote. We believe in the preservation of individual liberty in the face of the political majority and their duly elected representatives. Freedom should never be conflated with democracy. The two ideas are mutually exclusive. There is nothing inherently good or noble about democracy. As Hitler proved, a good demagogue can convince a majority that dog feces are filet mignon. Our protection against the dark whims of democracy is the black-letter law of our Constitution's Bill of Rights. As historian A.E. Salmon wrote, quote, The Bill of Rights is the United States. The United States is the Bill of Rights. Compromise the Bill of Rights, and you dissolve the very foundation upon which the Union stands. Nowhere in the Bill of Rights are the words, unless inconvenient, to be found. Unquote. The High Court's ruling in defense of individual gun owners is a reminder to politicians in Washington and every capital in our Union of States that the Constitution is alive and well and means exactly what it says. They may not ignore or reinterpret its clear language in a dishonest effort to change its meaning. It is much larger than them because it represents the vast expanse of American liberty. It is not the constitutional right of Americans to own and carry firearms that is inconvenient. Rather, it is all those authoritarian anti-civil rights politicians who are elected, dare I say, very democratically. The High Court finally released its ruling overturning its 1973 decision legalizing abortion nationally in Roe v. Wade. The draft of the majority opinion by Justice Samuel Alito leaked nearly two months ago to the shock of the media and the organized left. The more militant supporters of abortion believed members of the High Court would change their ruling if demonstrators protested outside their homes. A deranged individual even traveled from California to Justice Brett Kavanaugh's Maryland home in a failed attempt to assassinate him. Despite all this, the court majority did in fact overrule Roe. For his part, President Joe Biden's response to the ruling began with a big lie. Quote, Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. Unquote. What the High Court did was recognize the reality ignored by Roe, that there is no right to abortion mentioned anywhere in the U.S. Constitution, that Roe was contrived by justices claiming to have found the right in the documents 
penumbras, and emanations. In other words, they pulled that right, right out of thin air. According to Justice Alito, quote, In interpreting what they meant by the 14th Amendment's reference to liberty, we must guard against the natural human tendency to confuse what the amendment protects with our own ardent views about the liberty that Americans should enjoy. That is why the court has long been reluctant to recognize rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, unquote. And that principle works both ways. We saw this in the Supreme Court's ruling striking down a century-old law allowing New York State authorities to deny concealed carry permits for law-abiding gun owners. No matter their reasons, governments may not infringe on our inalienable rights. Period. Now, the question of abortion goes to the 50 individual states and their people to decide the issue. Then, lawyers will have to defend abortion against the clear words of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Quote, No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The question then arises, Are the unborn persons entitled to the privileges and immunities of citizens of the United States? To deny the unborn personhood is to deny not only the science, but our nation's foundational and profound principle that all its citizens, no matter their condition, are entitled to life, liberty, and property. And one's greatest personal possession, of course, is one's life. That concludes this edition of the More Than Right podcast. If you wish to make a comment, you can contact the show at morethanrightpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Steve Lopez.